wake up! Daddy! Wake up! Wake up! Wake up, Daddy! Wake up, Daddy! 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 You guys awake? Are you awake now? And if you are awake, are you living your life to the fullest? This is the Dad Podcast. Where we talk about our Catholic faith becoming fully alive through being a husband. And being a father. Really, through our vocation as a husband and a father. So, if you're a dad, this is your spot. Yeah, it's time. It's time to rise up. Welcome to the Fatherhood Arise podcast. Hey, this is Iris from Seattle. And it's Ray from Chicago. And welcome back to the Fatherhood Arise podcast. Where we talk about fatherhood stuff. Hey, cool dads, this is for you. (laughs) (laughs) You like that? Cool dads. Cool dads. Cool dads in this hot summer. This is for you. Four this dads for by you, dads. Man. That's right. So welcome again to welcome the podcast. Back. Man, if you've been listening, um, thank you. And yes. if this, this is your first time, welcome to the podcast. Happy to have you. I feel like we've been doing this for a whole year already. Has it been that I, long? Nah. I don't know. It just feels that way. Oh, good. Because it's a long time with good friends. There it is. Yeah. Is sure. that what it is? Yeah. Let's, go, let's go with that. That's a good way to <laughs> look kidding. at it. Is it like a pandemic? Maybe. Feels yeah. like that forever? <laughs> feels like a pandemic. Feels yeah. a little bit like that. Great. No, but it's a great blessing to to spend time with you talking about our our faith, our fatherhood, and, and especially during this first part or this first uh, part of the podcast show, the stories we tell. So That's you have any right. stories? Yeah, man. So as you know, about 10 days ago or so, uh, our family added another oh. person. Our, our baby was days. born. I think it's 10 days. Maybe something like that. Maybe 11. Do we count oh. days? Is that what people are supposed to do? <laughs> um, I don't know. You, you know, every time they, they would ask me like, oh, how many months is your right. son? I'm like, oh, I got wait. I got to do math. And that a calculator. is always a pressure point. <laughs> right? like, I don't count anything else in months. <laughs> uh so right. how, why am i supposed to tell my newborn's age by month yeah absolutely so mm-hmm. this uh this life with this newborn um we're still kind of figuring out what to call him um do you ever do that with your kids do you ever call you have to like do the laundry list of all your kids names to get to the I, one that you're trying to get to <laughs> yeah i've had those many uh many moments where i name all of them except for the one i'm trying to call absolutely yeah so that's yeah. where we're at now and we're like I just call him by the youngest kid's name, the previous youngest kid's name. So our new baby. Uh, and I was like, yeah, Leo pooped. And um, they're like, Leo pooped. Um, and Leo's just sitting there like, what? I pooped? <laughs> did, did I? <laughs> yeah. He's like, let me check. And he just like throws a hand down there. <laughs> it's like ridiculous. But anyway. You're right, Dad. I did. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for the note. Thanks for noticing. Um, yeah. So there, there's all of that. And um, having the newborn just reminds me of how out of practice I am. I'm sure I'm going to get good at this at some point. But right now I feel so bad. I feel so bad (laughs) at it. Um, I changed a diaper recently Mm. and he proceeded to like poop and pee two more times. So like I... uh, I changed the diaper, and as I'm changing the diaper, he, like, straight up poos, like, oh, while man. I'm changing. What a waste. Yeah, a waste and I'm like, oh, and then so I put on another one, and then he pees. Oh, 
Take that, Dad. And then I change that one, and then he poops. It's like oh, all man. in a row. See, I should know. I should know. Just let it marinate. Just yeah. let it marinate. But I didn't. <laughs> I was I was like a go getter, and I'm like, I don't, I don't want to hear him cry. So, right, right. or I don't want my you wife want to panic. Or, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't want him to have uncomfortable rash. <laughs> so <laughs> I would change it. You know, uh, the other thing that I've realized too is crying no longer affects me. I could sit through <laughs> his cries. <laughs> oh, I- <laughs> It's so oh, simple. Man. I just like you're, oh, he's you're crying. Numb now. I'm numb to the cry, and uh, and when <laughs> I'm changing his diaper and he's crying, it's not like I'm like oh come on, it's okay, you're okay. I'm just like all right, well he's crying. I barely it barely registers on me, but then again, everything is precious, Ray. So it's still precious time, <laughs> and I'm loving it. I'm loving holding this baby and um, loving oh, the, the, what he the brings to our family. Smell. Yeah, the newborn smell. Yeah, I love that. I miss that. Yeah, it's, it's been so a few good. months for us. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what that means. Get after it. Get another one. No, yeah. Uh, my excuse is uh, we don't have space in the van anymore. Yeah, all seats are taken. <laughs> Once you fill up all the seats, what are you going to do, you know? That's, yeah, I don't know. Then I I get to stay home. My (laughs) wife will just drive. (laughs) Never. Take two cars. Yeah. Speaking of that, actually, we're, I can't, uh, I can't wait for this, actually. We're going to be driving six hours tomorrow. I love, I love long road trips because, yeah, it just gives me some, some time with my family. They're, although they're not talking to me. I, you know what? I, I told my wife this. I can't wait until our eldest or one of our kids sits in the front seat, so like I can have a conversation with them, and then and then my my wife uh, will just sit in the back somewhere, and she's like, "Wait, you're replacing <laughs> me with one of the kids?" And I'm like, "Yeah, because you just fall asleep." Oh <laughs> That's my god, she does. She just falls asleep. You during know what I do? I always trips. tell my wife to fall asleep, and she refuses. I was like, you know what? You should really sleep. You're not really doing anything. Uh, it's a long stretch. I could listen to some music or just whatever. And yeah. she's like, nope, I want to just sit here. Hold your hand. <laughs> so you can sleep. And then if we ever switched and she drives, then I just straight up sleep. <laughs> do you ever do that? I have a question. Okay, this is a serious question, right? Okay, um, yes. I know that some families, the man always drives. And, mm-hmm. um, that's not so in my family, like my wife and I trade off, like I'll drive, she'll drive. Um, I'll say you yeah. want to drive. Uh, what's it like in your family? For me, it is, yeah, I'm usually the one driving, but of course on longer trips we would trade off, but you know what? She's got, my wife has a gift of sleeping through anything and I don't have that gift. I got to prepare everything. I got, everything's got to be right with me. So might as well just be driving. I see. I can't sleep. I can't sleep when she's driving. So that's the reason why. But she can sleep while you're driving. Yeah, she can sleep while. You know, that's called the sleep of the just. Mm. Yeah. Like when you have uh, when you're on the side of justice, when you're on the side Mm. of right, you could just close your eyes at any time and fall asleep. Is that so? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's biblical. That's somewhere in the Bible. The sleep of the just. Somewhere in the Bible. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, Jesus slept in the, the storm. That's right? right. He just straight up slept in the storm. Yeah. And then he told his disciples to do the same thing. So, all right, let's go. That's right. Let's so, sleep. Grace, your wife, can <laughs> totally sleep in the storm of you driving, but you can't sleep in her storm. All right. It, could also, it, it, could, also be, <laughs> it could also be that I'm such a good driver Okay. that she's like, all right, you know what? Yeah, I'm safe. I'm going to go to sleep. That's I'm true. not saying that when she's driving, <laughs> uh, the reason why I'm awake is because... No, I'm just kidding. She's a good driver. Yeah. I often yeah, get for... into arguments with my wife about, like, are you a good driver? <laughs> Who's a good driver here? You know what? This brings up a, a memory that we that I have. Uh, Iris and I and a good friend of ours, Angelo, went cross-country. And the we last leg... cross-country. Yeah, we drove cross-country. The last leg from New Jersey all the way to... SoCal, last leg I drove. I was tired, but I'm like, all right, I'm going to do it. And then Iris gives me the biggest insult in the whole world. What did I and say? He said, I, don't, I guess you don't remember this. I still no. hold on to this. You said to me, you're the worst driver <laughs> of all time. I'll, take, I'll, I'll just take the worst driver part, like period. Okay, I'm, I'm the worst driver. But then you added of all time. I'm like, what the... <laughs> I so, said yeah, that to you. You did say that to me. Oh, what was the context? I I, I don't remember. I don't remember. I think wow. I, don't, I don't know. I, I was sleepy already, and I'm like, all right, I, I got to switch off. And then I guess you got mad or something. I I woke you up from your slumber, <laughs> and you just said you said that straight up. Like you looked me in the face, wow. and you meant it with your with your heart. So wow. Like, okay. So 15 years ago or something. <laughs> I think so. 17 years ago? Ray. 17. You're the worst driver of all time. (laughs) I mean, I said those words, but I did not mean it. I'm sure there's other drivers that were worse than you in history. Probably the first person to ever, like, drive, like, a wheeled cart or something. Like, when they invented (laughs) the wheel, they probably were bad at it. So I understand your wife. I understand what she's going through. (laughs) Okay. Because I did... (laughs) I did hear it from you, all those hurtful words. Right. Okay. I'm sorry. I didn't mean <laughs> okay. it. So for our, our listeners out there, who's driving in long trips? Yeah, is it a shared who's thing? Who's driving? Or is it is it the father? I, okay. I feel guilty. Some of my really good friends, they uh, as dads, they drive their family, and they never let their wives mm. drive. And uh, the wife even will sit in the back seat while um, the dad just drives up front by himself. Oh, wow. Yeah. And uh, that's never been my experience. So I feel Hmm. guilty sometimes, actually. Like, how come I never did that? Should I have done that? So, guys, (laughs) weigh in. What's your driving style? Uh, Does your wife sit in the back with the baby? Uh, Does she drive? Do you only drive? What's the deal? That's interesting. That's a good one. I mean, when we had uh, smaller kids, yeah, she would be in the back and I would be kind of the chauffeur. And I didn't mind that because, you know, it's I'd rather be in the front <laughs> with less less crying in my ear. Um, so, yeah. But, yeah, that will be an interesting question. Yeah, see, lots of people do that. Not me, ever. <laughs> Not <laughs> You us. just sleep through it. <laughs> that's a wife drive. <laughs> nice. Well, okay. actually, that's a great... Wait, what's, what's up? Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was going to say, this is a great transition to the topic that we're going to talk about today, which is about prayer life. Yes. And how do we talk about this with our spouse, or do we talk about it with our spouse? 
that we check in on each other with that stuff. So you're talking right. about personal prayer life or uh and mm-hmm. if the, you checking up on your wife and seeing if she got her own prayer life or yeah, yeah. is this like couple prayer life what are you talking about all of the above but actually uh, this first part I'd, I'd love to again invite our listeners if you haven't yet check out our website fatherhoodarise.com and click on that button and join us and, and join the the challenge the 30 day prayer challenge you know it's a it's a consecutive days of 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 straight up just having that prayer life just building that habit of prayer life so if you haven't done that yet click on that so yes back to your question personal prayer life and also do you engage in a conversation with your wife regarding her prayer life her personal prayer life and then or vice versa Hmm. does she ask you about your personal prayer life interesting and then that last part is yeah, a couple prayer. Do you have one? Okay. So yeah, first, first, uh, do do you have you talked to your wife about? Do you bring that up to her? Well, uh, well, let me take a step back. Be okay, even before okay. that question is Ray. Mm-hmm. How's your prayer life? Oh, nice. Thanks. Um, it's been good actually. You know, uh, and I want to start this very soon. Uh, and one of our, uh, I believe it's going to be Don Estacio that's going to be leading a consecutive or uh, consecration to St. Joseph. Yeah. Uh, I, I did it with a, a bunch of uh, uh, good people in L.A., actually. They invited me in and uh, into the fold. And, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I, I, I did the whole, it's, uh, it's a good 33 days. And then there's like an extension. We've extended into a 15 plus days now in consecration to St. Joseph. I've learned about this great holy man that we know of as St. Joseph. And so, yeah, back to your question. Praise be to God. It's it's uh it's been it's been good. It's been fruitful. Um and it's it's been a great gift in in getting to know St. Joseph. How about you? How's your prayer life been? Yeah, I would say it's up and down. Uh, yeah, it could be better. I think at this point it could be better. I'm sleep deprived. Um, oh, yeah, of course, I'm yeah. off of a schedule, but I'm kind of getting back on a schedule because I'm back to work. Oh, so yeah. uh, and I'm commuting, so I'm driving, and I've found that that's been a like the act of waking up to pray prior to going to work. Um, like in the summer, since I have summers off, my routine gets like all jacked up. But now that I'm back on a solid routine, um, then I'm getting more consistent about it. Yeah. 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 So have you, all right, I'll, I'll be truthful with this next part. Cause I, I have brought it up to my wife sometimes and it is <laughs> again. Just have, having real talk here. I am careful with my words when I talk about. Uh, it's it's one of those things where I'm a big brother in my family and my siblings. Right, I grew up as a big brother, so sometimes my tone becomes a big brotherness of like, and then I, maybe I'm not intending to kind of wag my finger. But then when I ask a simple question like, hey, have you been doing your prayer, like your personal prayer? Like, personal <laughs> have prayer you been time? doing it? <laughs> in, in that sense. Yeah. And then she's she's also, she grew up as the little sister, right? So she's like, stop being my big brother. Right? Oh, <laughs> so, my god. So, so there's that, there's kind of that, uh, um, what, what's the word? Ten, not, not necessarily tension, but but awkwardness when I do bring it up that way. So I'm, I'm, uh constantly learning how to engage in that conversation in just asking her 
politely in a friendly way like how's your prayer life in a sincere way too it's not like me like checking up on her but me just being concerned kind of a thing right yeah because when you do that question in a normal like it, I I often pose that question, but it's in a different like ro- like different power situations. Mm. Like usually I'm a I'm a person like I'm ministering to a person or I'm like mm. uh, in charge of formation for this person in a formal way, and because of that, then my question isn't accusatory, but it's also like comes from a position of why don't you tell me about that and. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> And that's different than when you're talking to your wife, yeah, uh, yeah. when you're talking to your spouse about like, well, how, how is prayer and what's going on? What, what's been God revealing it? And maybe that's like, maybe it's the way that we phrase the question yeah, yeah. Uh, that can change the dynamics of that conversation. But I get that too. I think, um, you know, shout out to my wife who's going to listen to this. She listens to all the <laughs> podcasts. Yeah. So uh, she's awesome and I love her so much. And she's done so much for this family. <laughs> Please love me. And, um, <laughs> The, the thing I would say is, like, I don't, I don't know if I ever bring it up. I mean, when I've brought it up, it's, it's in the context of, well, have you, have you thought about this in when you pray? I'm just mm-hmm. assu- I'm coming from the assumption that she's praying. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and, but if I've ever, I know I've said, well, did you pray about it or something like that? Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, that just really comes else. off con- condescending, condescending or, um, insensitive. Yeah. So yeah. I would, um, that's an interesting thing. Like, how do you bring that up? How do you raise that? How do you even broach that subject? Right. Cause it really is coming from, uh, a part of the heart of concern. Right. And yeah, you mentioned it's. Of course, we're, we're assuming that our our brides are they have their own prayer life, and and I'm sure they do, but just I guess what I need to learn is to approach it in in that uh, in I wonder if I have to set it up, like I can't just be like, you know, <laughs> like something random, like hey, have you prayed today? Or and it, it just becomes like a I'm a big brother thing, and she's yeah. got something where she's like, wait, what are you trying to say? Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not saying that my wife is not doesn't have a prayer life or anything, but I'm <laughs> saying a, like, that's distinctly what I heard you say. But OK, <laughs> oh, I feel man. bad for Grace now. <laughs> but but here maybe, you know, you guys do coordination meetings, right? You we do. do. Still, See, yeah. So maybe you can add that into the coordination that's meeting what, yeah. as prayer check in. And maybe the, the question that you should phrase it as is, hey, what's God been putting on your heart this week? Or what's been, right. what has God been revealing to you in your prayer life this week? Or mm-hmm, what is mm-hmm. it that we want to focus on? Uh, or what is it that you're trying to focus on this week in prayer? And that way, that that would be helpful to yeah. kind of bring that discussion. Because, yeah, good point. We do. We do have that coordination meeting, and we would have that couple prayer. And I think that's also important. But before we step into the whole couple prayer thing I think it is important for us as um as fathers to have that conversation with with our spouse to have that conversation of just again checking in 
checking in on, on each other. Yeah, I will say that when I started doing the 30-day prayer challenge way back in the day, mm-hmm. um, I was really excited to talk to my wife about mm-hmm. what was going on in my own personal experience of prayer. That yeah. when I prayed, it was it felt really rich and dynamic. And I was learning a lot and growing and being challenged. And I was excited to share that and um, and kind of share the ways in which I'm engaging in prayer. And I was hoping that, hey, that th- those would be inspirational points for her also, uh, mm-hmm. like access points where she could say, oh, yeah, I, that's cool that you're feeling that way. I want to try that or... Um, hey, that's really good for you, but um, I'm doing it this way, and this is what's been meaningful for me, right? But kind of starting from the place of, hey, I'm excited about my prayer life. My prayer life has been full and rich, Mm -hmm. and um, it's just like evangelization, which constantly needs to happen. It's we're, we're, we're sharing from our deepest joy, Mm-hmm. And when we're sharing that, that's we're I not sharing that. it because we don't because we want someone to do and believe in the same things that we do. Yeah, I love it's, it. Yeah, I want you to experience the joy that Great I've point. felt. Right. I want you yeah. to experience this love and this healing and this power and this confidence that comes from a relationship with the living God. Yeah, and maybe when, that that's that's. I think you hit it there. I think that's where. Um, that's where I'm I'm lacking in that sense of I need to share first, right? I need to she needs to see that joy. And again, I'm not saying that my wife doesn't have a prayer life. I gotta say that full Stop disclosure. Stop saying that because now you <laughs> you're making me think she doesn't. No, she does. But what I'm saying is, uh, yeah, you bring up a great point that I need to uh, exude that and share that uh, that I'm having a grand old time with God. Yeah, and then yeah, the um. The, my pastor, law, years ago, I feel like it mm. was years ago, probably around the time of uh, con- like conflict or bad news from the Catholic Church, whenever that was. <laughs> um, and he said... Which time? Yeah. <laughs> he said, you know, you can, you can look anywhere today and find a negative story about the Catholic faith. Mm. But what you won't find is stories of joy. Good stories, um, because the truth is, we're the ones that possess those stories, and we're not telling them. Mm. Like the those stories have to come from us, from us as the the people of God, the the faithful. And yeah. so he said, if you're not sharing your joy, if you're not sharing your good news, the good news that's happened to you, well, guess what? Mm-hmm. No one's ever going to no hear gonna any hear. good news yeah. about the Catholic faith. But to the, the, the more that we're sharing that, um, the more that it, the word's getting out there. And it begins yeah. at home in the domestic church. Amen. So, yeah, I, th- I think that's what we shout out to our good friend Brian as well. Doing a great job in our social <laughs> department. Uh, he's really... Uh, uh, kill it in the social. So shout out to Brian. Yeah, we need to we need to share the, the good news and we have to share it with joy, with a smile, that full heart to just share. Yeah. Yeah, but so, I, yeah. also it all it's begins with hey, you gotta experience that 
first, yeah. right? Yes. Like, not Sweet. just, hey, you got to share about the joy. No, no, you got to like experience the joy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you got to share the joy. So that's, that's what encourages that personal relationship with God. And then continuing to reflect. Mm-hmm. Um, I told my... I, I just started school, and I always make ha, make a PowerPoint, and uh, for my students. And the first slide says, "You are here because somebody loves you." And I tell them, like, you're sitting in these seats, but they're not in the seats in the classroom. They're all virtual. But the concept's the same. Like, you're here at this school, or you're here at this place. You're here with me now because somebody loves you. Hmm. And. Um, we begin from the place of the encounter of love, right? Man, when you start there, yeah. then there's, then we get to speak of this uh, beautiful love that we've experienced ourselves. So continue yeah. to reflect on, um, man, I am loved. Man, I am blessed. I've seen storms and I've seen difficulty, but God is with me, and I can still give thanks despite all the things. Yeah. So now with that topic of having a couple prayer life, I uh, just wanted to highlight that uh, and, and encourage our listeners out there. And also this goes to me as well. Yeah, we have that uh, coordination meeting, uh, but we really need to. And, and to your point, Iris, I think in, it starts with that individual prayer life, right? So what what can I bring forth in our couple prayer? Because we are called to be as one, right? What can I bring to that couple prayer if I'm not having my own prayer life, if not having my own conversation with God, just me and Him, right? So it's it starts with that. But yeah, to that point of having that couple prayer life, that's important. Of course, you have a family prayer, couple prayer, and an individual prayer life. Okay, so you're talking about having just a prayer time with you and your wife. Yeah, yeah. And do you have I that? I, I do, and, you know, it's not, it's not consistent. I want it to be more complete and consistent. Um, but it could, it could also be a simple thing as, you know, we start our, our morning just holding hands and just uh, offering to God uh, our day kind of thing as, as a couple and, and blessing each other in that way. But I think that's important for uh, a couple to defend and to to uphold, to have that prayer life as one, right? I I remember when my wife and I were first married um, and we didn't have any kids, we did have a prayer life that um, was individual and then as a couple. And Mm -hmm. then that evolved into family prayer. Mm -hmm. But we kind of missed that um, couple prayer where it was just her and I. Um, And so when you say that, I'm like, huh, do we have that? do I have that? I don't know. And maybe that's that's a challenge. Maybe that's a next step for me uh, to approach that for, with my wife and um, try and build that up from because we used to do that a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but now we don't. And um, I think that would be really nice for our marriage. Yeah, I think it's a great challenge for all the fathers out there uh, to to defend that. And to, if you don't have it, to, to build to build on that. But again, it starts with your individual prayer life. It starts with your, your, uh, your moment with God, just you and him. Right. And then you bring forth those gifts to your, uh, your family. 
All right, Ray, I have this awesome quote from Amoris Laetitia, um, which uh, Pope Francis put out um, a few years ago, and he's talking about the family, and um, in uh, number 317, I thought I think it's really good. Uh, like, from 315 on in Amoris Laetitia, really, really good. And um, about the middle of 317, he says, Grace, uh, gradually with the grace of the Holy Spirit, spouses grow in holiness through married life, also by sharing the mystery of Christ's cross, which transforms difficulties and sufferings into an offering of love. Moreover, moments of joy, relaxation, celebration, and even sexuality can be experienced as a sharing in the full life of the resurrection. Married couples shape with with different daily gestures a God-enlightened space in which to in- experience the hidden presence of the risen Lord. And in that, uh, end quote, he's saying that um, through the shared life of the married couple, through the joy, relaxation, celebration, even sexuality, uh, that is an experience of the full life of the resurrection. And then he, I love how he kind of closes out 317. He says, it becomes a God-enlightened space. And that's kind of what we're searching for in um, married couple prayer, to have a God-enlightened space m- built by the daily gestures, like intentional yeah. living together. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's uh, wh- wh- Where's that from again? That's from Amoris Letizia, uh, three seventeen. Yeah, it's and that's what that's what we're all striving for, right? Uh, that's what we're all um, trying to build here. Um, as we mentioned, it starts with our prayer life, and really um, includes as a married couple, as married man that that uh, that we are. We we include our our wife in there because we are one with them. So yeah. Man, it's it's it, that, and that's why that's 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 a challenge, right? That's a challenge for for us as fathers, for us as husbands, to make sure that we are checking up on each other, to make sure that we are building that prayer life. Um, actually, also, I wanted to share another one as well, another quote. Um, this one is from JP two. He was reflecting upon. Theology, reflecting upon many images that's used in the scripture uh, about who God is, the mystery of God's relationship with humanity, right? And of course, we we know this uh, as a, a father and son, the king and his subjects, even the bridegroom and and the bride, even like the shepherd and the sheep, right? Uh, but John Paul, in his reflection during a, a homily that he gave during a feast of the Holy Family back in 1988, he says that. All analogies are insufficient when it comes to communicating the incommunic- incommunicable, right? The, the thing of who God is. And he continues on. Uh, he, he's saying uh, he's not... Uh, um, uh, he's not saying that there's uh, there's flaws in all those other analogies. Of course, father and son, right? Um, the king and his subjects. But he says, and he points to the spousal... Um, unity, this uh, nuptial meaning of our bodies. He says that in this entire world, there is not a more perfect, more complete image of God, unity and community. So we're walking gospels, right? We're walking gospels. We're witnesses of that. So um, it starts 
starts off with that relationship that we have with God. And we're trying to find out who God is so that we can know who we are. Therefore, we, when we know who we are, we, we know how best to act. We know who, when we know who we are, we know how to, to act, right, as, as his people. So with that image of a husband and a wife, right, in our relationship, talking to each other about our relationship with God, how beautiful is that to continue to build our domestic church within our marriage, within our bond as a husband and wife, and in our relationship with with God, right? So it, it really is a, a special uh, challenge for us as fathers, as husbands, to make sure we continue to build up on that prayer life. Yeah, that's so good. The way that John Paul, uh, Pope John Paul II, really um, crystallizes those those images and then kind of just lays down the hammer when he says, but it's the married couple that really shows it. Because um, I can't be a married couple by myself, right? I'm made yeah. for another for others, mm-hmm. I have to constantly reach outside of myself uh, that this this world and this experience of God is not just about me. It's not a just a vertical experience, but it is also a horizontal experience. Um, and mm. that um, is a union, is a unity and a community. And so we need, we need our spouses. We need each other. We need community, and we need God. We cannot operate alone in this world, and so that's so mm. good. Um, I love that. I love that analogy so much. Yeah. So yeah. Again, it's it's just a reminder for all of us. We're all not perfect here. Uh, we're tri- we're striving for for um, that uh, that that uh, our. our uh, our best, the best version of ourselves, right? Uh, so it's important for us to have that individual prayer life, but also as a as a married man, uh, as a father, as a husband, we're called to make sure that we build that prayer life, that couple prayer life as well. Yeah. So what do we? How do we do that on a practical yeah. level? I think. I mean, you mentioned it already. You just got to do it. You know, you just gotta, you just gotta um, step forward uh, uh, in in building that, um, and then also we 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 spoke about it uh, uh, about uh, about that conversation to just have with our spouse. And we need to come together and plan that out, you know, and check up on each other as well. Uh, I think that's important for us to have that real talk, real conversation. And I I've mentioned it in the very beginning of this podcast. I'm awkward. When it comes to that, I'm still learning on how to best approach it. But uh, I think that that approach of just sharing about my prayer life with with my bride uh, goes a long way. And then I think the the, the conversation um, will just happen naturally in me asking her how her prayer life is. So I think that's... Uh, that would be a great start to that, to really have that real conversation with your spouse. Nice. The um, Amoris Letizia uh, offers uh, a couple simple ideas mm, yeah. um, in 318, so I could share that too. And uh, it says, A few minutes can be found each day to come together before the living God. 
to tell him our worries and to ask for the needs of our family, to pray for someone experiencing difficulty, to ask for help in showing love, to give thanks for life and for its blessings, and to ask Our Lady to protect us beneath her maternal mantle. With a few simple words, this moment of prayer can do immense good for our families. And so uh, it doesn't have to be rocket science. It doesn't have to be super difficult. It can be simple and plain. Laying it out here, it's a few minutes each day to come together um, before the living God and then just lay bare what we normally do in our regular prayer life. You know, that, that which we do alone, we'll also do together. Mm. And so kind of just like expanding the heart, expanding the circle so that, that it becomes, uh, uh, inclusive of our wives and then exp- ex, uh, expanding that circle once again to be uh, inclusive of our children. Um, and it just takes a couple minutes to do that. Um, doesn't have to be like, oh, we have to have 30 minutes of dedicated right, yeah. staring at each other and Although that would um, be nice. as we pray. That would be <laughs> nice. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's like me in the mirror, but... Uh, <laughs> No, absolutely. But but I I guess I don't want it to be intimidating for anybody, but um, something low-key just to, like, experience. Um, And just, yeah, like you said, just, like, start it. Just try and uh, see what happens. I'm going to ask my wife this week, maybe after she listens to this podcast. So, honey, if you're (laughs) listening to this, uh, this is me asking you, Hey, how's your prayer life? Can we have some couple prayer? Yeah. And again, full disclosure, my wife does have a, an individual <laughs> prayer life. Again, I want to state that. <laughs> I totally don't think she does anymore. I used to think she did. She does. But she you does. Totally, totally destroyed totally her. She totally does. But yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, to prove it, how about you lead us in prayer? <laughs> sure thing. Yeah. So th- thanks for this conversation, Iris, and for all our listeners out there. Thanks for joining us uh, uh, in this conversation. The challenge is, is out there uh, for you to br- build your individual prayer life and also um, your couple prayer life. Of course, that'll extend to the family prayer life. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord God, we just thank you. Thank you for this time. Thank you for brotherhood. Thank you for uh, this technology that you have provided for us. May we have glorified you today, Lord Jesus. Speak to our brothers. Speak to us. Speak to all our listeners, Lord Jesus Christ. And may they get deeper into a, a relationship with you through their prayer life. And guide us. Send forth your Holy Spirit upon us. And speak to us, Lord Jesus Christ. Mama Mary, we ask for your prayers, your intercession. Always lead us closer to your son, Jesus. St. Joseph, pray for us. Pray for us. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. All right. All right, all right. That was a good conversation, man. Yeah, and let's continue the conversation for next episode. Hopefully, we can get some of the guys uh, to join us, uh, some of the uh, Fatherhood Arise fellas to to join us. And again, I mentioned this in the very beginning. If you haven't yet, visit our website fatherhoodarise.com if you haven't clicked on that link there to sign up and just be counted to do your 30 uh, consecutive days of prayer just to build that prayer life do so and check out all those other resources out there as well 
Absolutely. There's also on the website, uh, there's weekly reflections on the readings of mass. And so uh, check those out, too. Those are awesome and really edifying. and so if, and if you have any, if you want to join in the conversation, if you have a, a question or a thought, just shoot us an email at fatherhoodarise at gmail.com. And our social, our social media stuff, uh, there's, a, there's that uh, uh, Instagram, and of course, I believe we're on Facebook as well, and on Twitter, Fatherhood Arise. Check us out. Awesome. Ray, do you have anything coming up this week, or where can people catch your work on the internet this week? Uh, nothing much. Uh, just, um, uh, again, we just check out the, the website, Fatherhood Arise. Um, more of the resources that'll be uploaded on there, so check that out. How about you, Iris? What's up with you? Uh, you can always check me out at uh, my Instagram, which is called to rise, or check out my website, called to rise.org. Awesome. Always great to spend time with you iris till next week absolutely yeah hey man have a good vacay thanks enjoy driving you are a good driver (laughs) thank you drive i accept your apology i guess oh good thank (laughs) you that's been bothering me for like 17 long years minutes (laughs) or years i mean years 17 years all right thanks brother (laughs) all right man all right peace god bless all right peace god bless